Hey everybody, this is Cece James coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, and you're listening to me on NWCZ. I'm Rich Hinklin. I'm Dennis McCoy. I'm Ron Hippie. Jan Ciganik. And you're listening to NWCZ Radio. Coming to you from the Man Cave, deep in the heart of the Pacific Northwest, you have entered the Northwest Convergence Zone. All right, everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. Big D here with you. And Voxy. And Double D. And the Gimmer is in the recording studio. Yeah, Big Wheels. Gimmer's not here. Big surprise. Yeah, but the, he's, but he's got working. A, he's got a really I know, good excuse. I'm looking forward to hearing that when they're done. So am I. So am I. Uh, totally. Wonder but Boy. Fuck him because he's not here. <laughs> Wonder Boy <laughs> is here and he's, uh, he's working hard over there on the boards. Uh, I just want to say thanks uh, to all that Wonder Boy does. Uh, we. Ran him through the the mill today, and he's performed like a champ. <laughs> today? For yeah. the last three years? <laughs> yeah, but Squeeze isn't here. I mean, he's been running it solo, and he's doing a fantastic job. Uh, we opened up right there with, uh, man, Ronnie Montrose. Uh, he died today. And that was, of course, RIP, one, of my, baby. one of my favorite songs, uh, Bad Motor Scooter. Even Double D knows that song. I knew that song. Yes, I did. Yeah, it was that, amazing that I actually knew that. That, that says something. That guitar that you know sounds like the motorcycle revving was mind-blowing when That's it came That's the only out. reason Double D knows anything about it. Yeah, because it has something to do with an engine, and it was cool. Well, he died today in his home, and uh, he was 64, and he was uh, he was amazing. I, I, Ronnie Montrose was involved in a lot of projects with. I want to die in my home. Hagar and uh, overdose of marijuana. <laughs> wow. Wow. Can that happen? I don't know, but that's how I, I want to go. But that's not how he went. But um, so we're missing Ronnie today, and uh, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Montrose. Thank Thank you so much for all your years of great guitar work and and Montrose the band was a, a big influence on me early on I, I really dug their sound um, and uh, you know on a lighter note there was a lot of really cool stuff going on this weekend we had the the Harmon Underground had the grand opening here in Tacoma you know I went I, I, I went out with Chance Pittenger who's the host of Northwest Metal Zone last night Bromanson yeah we were on a uh, we we're on a mandate <laughs> <laughs> but we went down to the heart we were gonna we were gonna go in we we're gonna go check out the new Harmon there was you could not get a parking spot and so I just 
It was like, well, took <laughs> you it can't as a, get a parking spot there on a fucking I totally know. lame night, let I alone. I wasn't going to park up by Wrights Park and <laughs> trek four blocks in and crap. So I'll probably, you know, I'll go check it out eventually. Uh, I, I heard great things. Kim Archer Band was playing, Fuck and yeah. uh, Ben Union did a solo set, and uh, Pete Johnson from Perry Acker did. It was Voxy Vallejo is going to be there soon too. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to the whole. It's very, Arman, it's very Arman cool. Arman underground, very cool joint. So that's nice. We have another venue here in Tacoma. What I did last night, what chance we ended up at Jazz Bones, and what a rocking! I was there in spirit. Good time we had. <laughs> Ape Machine, which is a band out of Portland, oh, which fuck. just rocks. I so would have loved to have seen them. They are. That's like they remind me a lot of. Go ahead, Big tell Wheel. me. You didn't you know? get to see. I, I mean, I didn't get to see him, but you were there. Very, very heavy sound. Double very, D, were you there? No, no. you suck. He okay, was out go on ahead, a date with his wife. He had an excuse. It's <laughs> oh just, yeah, he got a, laid. It's double, an anniversary party. Double, double D got D laid. Is, it's his anniversary today, and he's spending it with us. Yes, twenty-three nice. years. Twenty-three years. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. Man, and you're living. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, but I went and saw. I saw that uh, smile on machine. his face today. Hot bodies in motion were there. Um, I got to tell you though, Sweet Kiss Mama, and it's been a while since I've seen them. They're in their absolute original form. I know. And uh, Kim is up Jeremy there. Hummel's back in it and everything. Yeah, Tyson was on the drums, and they had a really cool uh, organ going on back there. The, the The sound that they were putting out was probably some of the best Sweet Kiss I've heard uh, since the beginning, since since I really got logged in I with those guys. I can't even tell you how much I regret not being able they to They laid down there. a couple of new songs, too, which I can't wait till they get them recorded and we can share them with you because uh, Sweet Kiss is dialed back in, people. Fuck yeah. Do not... Not like they were ever dialed out. No, but they they went through some transition. But bands they, they, go through shit. They yeah. laid low for a while. A. But and, when you can um, come back out and rock that hard. Yeah, and I'll tell you though, uh, and as good as Sweet Kiss is, and it was so fun to see them, and they were they just rocked the house. I'm telling you, missionary position when they hit the stage, you just realize how good those guys are. They just electrified that place. And um, they have a brand new CD out, and we we've been playing it here on. We're going to start playing it here on NWCZ Radio, and I'm and we're going to write some reviews about it. And they're actually going to be coming in soon. Nice. I was talking to talking to Jeff and Benjamin. So fucking um, lucky. Yeah, I talked to them last <laughs> night. And said, yep, we're coming in uh, before their CD release party, so we're looking forward to that. If you have not seen. Uh, the missionary position you need to get out there they are in my opinion in all honesty i know one 69 of the bands- and all that <laughs> gets a lot of fucking publicity but the missionary position is always a good it you rocks. know like just come home <laughs> but actually well, we're talking about the band oh okay. but there's a there's a lot of bands <laughs> that i admire around here there's a lot of bands i admire around who who i think and and i would put sweet kiss in that category that i feel could go definitely break at any moment but Missionary Sweet position kiss. is definitely one. They are poised and ready. Uh, I, I have never seen them put on a bad show. Very entertaining. And they had serious energy. Cool light show going on. And Were you there? No, but I've seen, seen them before. Seen them. I know. Yeah. Good. And so it was awesome. it was a lot of fun. We had a good time and that was uh that was my Tacoma experience. fucking rocks. I'm just telling you. Now later in the show I'm gonna tell you about uh probably, you know, when we go out of the first hour. The actual highlight of my weekend though was I went to, and don't laugh, I went to the Glenn Campbell goodbye, Farewell Goodbye Tour. Hmm. I'm uh, going to laugh. It was sold out. He's a legend. And Big D got to meet him. But 
before we tell you that story, we've got some great guests on our show today. First one up, this lady is amazing. If you're not hip to CC James, hold on. She's going to rock you. She's a blues lady through and through, and she's got soul to spare. Here we go, CC James. What you're listening to there is the absolutely amazing voice. She's the vocal volcano, folks. C.C. James, and the song is Living in the House of Blues, and she's on the line with us down in St. Louis. C.C., how are you? I'm great talking to you guys. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's really good to <laughs> chat. It's good to chat with you. Uh, I've become much more acquainted with you through this week as I was doing the research and uh, watching a lot of the videos and stuff on your website, which everybody can go to, that would be C.C. James, that's C-E-E-C-E-E James.com. Uh, this lady, Voxy, has amazing soul. She's amazing. I know. I mean, it gives you goosebumps, doesn't I it? Definitely does. Watching her, hearing her, I mean, whether you're listening to a recording or seeing her live, it, it's definitely goosebumps. Now, Cece, you, uh, from what I understand, you uh, spent a lot of time, or some time, you were born in Portland, isn't that correct? Yeah, that's that's correct. And how long were you there before you skedaddled out of town? I was there until I was five, and my mom took me and my sister and, and had to actually sneak out in the middle of the night to get away from my very strange mental father. And um, so I didn't really ever have a dad. So she got us out of there, um, and we went on to California. <clears throat> And um, so growing up, I noticed that uh, like a lot of singers, and it seems like a lot of people we run across, you uh, seem to have cut your chops in church. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I went to this uh, Pentecostal church, and when we got, we left Oregon, we got into California, and we went into, you know, like homes where a single mom could stay with her children on welfare and all that, and she got us going to this church in Oakland, um, this huge Pentecostal church right on Lake Merritt down there, if anybody knows about Oakland, and um, it was about 90% African-American, and they had a choir, like the Aretha Franklin Choir, and it was just super amazing, and I just pined to be in that choir, and when I was old enough to be in it, this little white girl wanting to be in this choir, uh, they raised the age another year, and I... (laughs) no! I know, so we left by the, by the time that happened and, and moved on to other things, but um, yeah, that was really something. One thing I found interesting, Cece, when I was reading through um, uh, one of your bios, it said, uh, it, it, 
and, and I've been a big blues fan for a long time. I had a blues radio show for, for a couple of years. And a lot of artists that I've interviewed over time um, always have had a crossroads moment, you know. Uh, at some point, they get baptized into the blues, and it's usually a moment um, of, I don't know, revelation or where they hit, they hit a point where they, they cross over into the blues never to come back. And I was reading about you driving back to Portland and it uh, seems like it seems it seems to me like something happened on that trip. Um, you had gone through some tough times and, and you were heading back to uh, um, where you were from and you had a crossroads moment. You, can you tell us about that? Well, actually, um, the true crossroads moment came <clears throat> a little bit earlier when I was in San Diego and I was in a very unhappy relationship. And I used to hike the back of this mountain um, there's this area where you could hike where it was not a lot of people hiked, and I'd hike there alone. And I got a lot of spiritual messages on that mountain, just, just I really connected to myself. And one time I was really struggling with my career because I was doing pop funk, and I love funk. Uh, and I was struggling with the Hollywood, Hollywood image, how old you had to try to act like you were, um, how you had to try to look perfect for all that. And I was really struggling with all that. And also my marriage was completely going down the tank. And I was just really at a huge, huge place of change. And I was hiking, and I literally heard Stevie Ray Vaughan whisper to me, go back to your roots, go back to do do what you do best. And it's really funny because at that point in my life... I just got goosebumps again. (laughs) 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 I hadn't listened to much Stevie, and I hadn't done much blues at all And um, yet. I went home, I told my web girl, shut that site down. I had a site called funkywhitegirl.com, shut it down, and I secretly made plans to leave that marriage, and I started going to blues jams, and the first time I opened my mouth, I sang some Stormy Monday, and the whole place went crazy, and it was just just an amazing thing that it was a naturally innate. Now, my, my chops weren't completely honed yet, but that was the beginning. That was sort of the big crossroads. The second crossroads came... Like you were talking when I lost my second husband to cancer, and I decided to leave Southern California and go back to where I was born, restart my life, restart myself, and uh, it was a very, very excruciating time for me. Um, But those times, you know, they cut you to the deepest part of your heart and your bones, and you, you have to either, you know, step up to the plate and become a human uh, being that you truly are and let go of all the crap and the bullshit and the manipulation and all the things you've done in your life to try to get love and realize that you can just really be who you are and you need to find what you need to do in life where you can be truly who you are. And what I found in the blues is that I can be truly who I am. I don't have to wear a Hollywood image of trying to stay a certain size or look a certain way or be perfect, what the world thinks is perfect in Hollywood and L.A. And I can sing what I want to sing. I don't have to be put into a canned box of pop or adult contemporary or rock or all this crap. Just sing what comes out of your heart. That's what people relate to. And so that's where I've come to through all that struggle and strife and, and uh, stuff that life presented to me and said, okay, honey. <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to do? Well, man, you, you take the shit and you create something beautiful out of it. And that's amazing. 
Well, you have to, man. What are you going to do? Sit and eat Jerry bonbons? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> That's option. That would be option number two. Yeah, I've, option I've, number two. <laughs> I've opted for that a couple of times, but uh, hey, let's go. In, let's go into another track. We're talking with Cece James. We're going to come back and talk to her about uh, her newest project that she's working on. It's a brand new CD called blood red blues but in the meantime we're going to hear a little bit of i ain't superstitious this is c c james well i ain't superstition black can't just cross my trail i said i ain't superstition i can't just cross my Chicken. I said my right hand in time. Oh, I'm gonna get some money for sure. But when my left eye jumped, oh, now people, now somebody got to go. Yeah, well, all right, some guitar. All right, you have a couple of chances to go see this uh, powerful vocalist and an amazing woman, no doubt about it, C.C. James, coming up on Tuesday the 13th. She has a show at Whidbey Island, and that's a very intimate show. She's going to be debuting a lot of tracks off of her new CD, and uh, it's about an, it's going to be about an hour-long show or so forth. And just Go spend a nice, lovely evening in Whidbey Island. Check out some nice blues. intimate venue. Yeah, it's I mean, be a lot you of fun. cannot see an artist like this in a small place like that that well, often. And if you and can't, if you'll you, be moved. If you can't make that one, then this is the one I'm also recommending. March 16th at Jazz Bones. This is gonna be a kick-ass event right here. Uh, CC James full band gonna be blowing the roof off the joint, and Stacy Jones and Voxy Vallejo. A little bit, a couple little ditties we're gonna throw in gonna there. Gonna be involved to, in this thing. Help her out. Actually, yeah. um, I have to cut in. Stacy Jones actually is not going to be able to make it. She's oh. going to be going to Austin for that Southwest, South, whatever it South is. South by Southwest. Well, oh, we'll, bummer. I'm scratch, well, just you and me, babe. I'll scratch her off the list <laughs> right here. Never mind, Stacy. Voxy's going to be there. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. And we may get James Howard. I don't know if you've heard of James Howard, but he's an amazing guitarist. I've invited him to come in and, and just play two songs, Amazing Grace. And you know the uh, Star Spangled Banner for the vets. Oh nice. wow, nice! Yeah, uh, tell us a little bit. Tell us about uh, that part of it. I know uh, some of the proceeds or um, uh, something is you're you're in conjunction with vets meet vets dot org. Tell us about that part of the show. Well, um, my second husband was a, um, a vet from two wars, and he actually experienced some damage from Agent Orange. Of course, there's no. You know, there's no medical reports on all these vets, but it's it's common knowledge that about 10 years after exposure, they get cancer. So he got cancer, and um, he died, and I helped him die. But um, <clears throat> I've just had a, you know, these vets, these boys, these men over there, and these women, they go through everything you can possibly imagine, especially if they go out onto the front lines and into, you know, the actual field. They experience everything you can imagine experiencing 
in one lifetime in a very short amount of time. Anger, hate, fear, um, a horrible, horrible fear, uh, facing death immediately out there. So my heart has a huge, huge thing for these guys. And I, when I planned the show for Jazz Bones, it was really selfish. I wanted to make some money and, um, you know, because we're really, we're really broke. But, um, <laughs> what? You're a musician. How can you be broke? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I just, um, I, I read this thing that Donald Trump said, which was um, always work to um, do something for people. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to make this show a benefit. And let me see, who can I make it a benefit for? Oh, yeah, I love the vet. I, I need to support the vet. You know, it's all in my mind going, circling through. And I found this organization online, vetsmeetvets.org, that actually works to end veteran suicide in the nation, and it's a huge problem. So many vets are killing themselves, and my second stepfather um, actually put a gun to his head, and it just tore my heart out of my chest. I mean, just imagine that you can actually take your own life. I mean, you just can't imagine it, to, have, to be so down so depressed. I yeah, so, no. I've I've thought about that before too with people that I've known that have told well, especially me like, somebody who's like, gone, how, yeah. especially a vet who's seen so much and gone through so much and they would get to the point where that, you know, that they could live through but whatever it was they were facing or whatever right. de- demons were chasing they they couldn't deal with that. Getting back in society, you know, it's like a, the prisoners too. They have a hard time. My heart goes out to them as well. I want to do something for them eventually, but so I decided to make this show a dual thing. I have to. I started a company called Mighty High Music about a year and a half ago in Washington, and I decided that musicians need to be paid. We're we're doing so much and always giving our time away and stuff. So this organization works to make sure that the musician gets a, you know base fee, food, gas, and and a little bit of money in their pocket to pay their bills, but also raises money for the benefit that they're doing. So it's a dual purpose where everybody benefits. And um, that's what I made this show to be. I wanted this show to be for that. That's great. Everybody, March 16th, that is a jazz bones. Now, uh, Cece, I want to talk to you uh, real quick here. Uh, give us the lowdown on the Kickstarter project on Blood Red Blues. I was checking it out. There's about 20 days to go on it. Looks like you have uh, a little over $1,000 to go. I don't. I think we should people out there give five bucks give a couple of bucks oh yeah every dollar counts i mean uh, what we have fifteen thousand listeners everybody give a dollar come give on a buck uh it's the uh, you're making basically your uh third cd is that correct yeah and so tell it fill us in on the details on this well um <clears throat> we we moved to tennessee and we lost our house in Washington when we did that, we put it up for sale, but it went on the market in a bad economy, and we had to move because we thought there was an agent in Tennessee that was going to help us and really promote us. And uh, Long story short, it was one of those horrific agent stories you hear about that's full of hot air. Oh, man. We, we moved lock, stock, and barrel. We spent tons of money to get there. Um, I took out loans to get us there, hoping my house would sell so I could pay everything off, and also I was going to use that money to continue on, make our next CD. <laughs> you know, Rob, my husband, he's actually disabled. He's got a partial disability, so he can't work. So, And we really believe in our destiny in this music. This is what we're supposed to do. So we put everything into it. So we, um, when that didn't work out, we, we had done a festival here in St. Louis, and the guy said, you are amazing. You need to come up here. The scene up here is great. So that's how we got to St. Louis, to take more money out to get up here. But... So 
in the meantime, somebody hooked me up with Jim Gaines, a, a real strong producer that's won Grammys, worked with Stevie Ray, John Lee Hooker. Um, wow. Just everybody you can think of, Huey Lewis, the Neville Brothers. I can't even go into the huge list, but he's, a, he's 70 years old. We met with him. He loves what we do. He's just a cool guy that really promotes the art of the CD. He doesn't care about trying to fit you in a box, you know, and all that. Tries to bring out the best of the songs. But, you know, he's not cheap. And when I first <clears throat> talked to him, I said, you know, I don't think I can afford you. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, well, you know, you might be surprised. So when he told me he was about the same cost as any other studio or engineer that's a high quality, and I thought, well, shit, i got to i got to take the leap here because this could be really something that gets my name out there more. So we took the leap. I took out a credit card loan, and we're started. And, you know, the truth of the matter is that to make a good CD, it costs much more than 7000 which is the amount I have on the Kickstarter site that I want to raise. But I'm hoping to raise more because if I don't raise 7000 then I don't get any of it. So um, I've seen people on that site raised lots, but I'm trusting that the universe will give me what I need, um, and my fans have been very supportive. They're kicking in what they can. You know, like I, like Boxy said, even a dollar helps, and if I can get, God, if I can get 10,000 people to give a dollar, I'm set, you know? No doubt. <laughs> right, so everybody go check it out. It's And uh, this next album's got to come out. Yeah. I mean, it, come on. It has to, and if you go to ccjames.com on the homepage, there's a link. You just click it, and... You're right there. It's not hard. It, and then you just fill out the information and, yeah, donate one, five bucks, ten bucks. It's a no-brainer, people. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're a blues fan. Uh, this but, is amazing blues. This uh, Cece's been through it. She's lived it. It's in her soul. She's, that woman she's is the blues. Coming out of her pores. You can <laughs> feel it. You can hear it. But, you know, not only that, they don't actually just give it away for free. There's there's uh, rewards they get for right. each. Right. Right, yeah, everybody, yeah, go in and check that. In fact, there was one I noticed, uh, I don't know what the dollar amount was, but she'll come to your house and do like uh, an acoustic set. Yeah, that's right. So so, (laughs) that's freaking cool. All right, hey, well, let's go into another track and we'll be back. We're going to wrap it up. Cece James is our guest today. Uh, She is an amazing blues uh, female vocalist and just kicking ass all over and trying to help her get her new CD going. This is a track titled titled Rock Me Baby.
Alright, a little live taste of some CC James, and you have a chance to go see her Tuesday the 13th over in Whidbey Island, and then March 16th right here in Tacoma at Jazz Bones, and Voxy will be on the bill at that one, which would be, that's going to be a stellar show. So looking forward to it. CC, you know, we haven't got to spend a lot of time together. We did uh, what the Tatas benefit a couple years ago <laughs> at uh, the Swiss and uh, I was blown away then. I try and keep up on things that are going on with you on Facebook. I'm a huge fan. And um, I mean, even just today with the interview, the music, everything you put out, woman, I feel you. I feel like I know you and you're a sister. And I just love you and I can't wait to see you. I know. Isn't it amazing? It's like I've known you all my life. I haven't even ever sat down and talked to you. But yet, and the way I perform, I think there's a common ground that we just know that flows in our blood. And I really hope that you're able to stay around and do it. Do- oh, yeah. I'm I'm definitely going to be there for the whole thing, girl. Okay, because we got to get on stage together. Yeah. And I, actually, I'm going to message you this week because uh, I know the songs you're wanting to do. So, But we need to figure out the verses so I know what to take care of. So. Okay, all right. That all right, girl. <laughs> That's going to be a great show. All right, everybody. Uh, Cece, thank you so much for spending time with us. Uh, everybody go to ccjames.com and help her out with the Kickstarter. Uh, I can't emphasize that enough. We got to get this uh, CD made because this is amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, just those of us who are listening in the studio here, transfixed by your voice and the amazing musicians that you have backing you up. Thank you so much for sharing your soul with us through your music and everything and spending time with us today, Cece. Oh, man, I can't thank you guys enough either. It's it's great to have exposure like this. You just don't know how much it means. Well, we're big fans, and uh, I, I know we'll be at one of those shows when you get here in the Northwest. And until then, until we see you, take care and uh Keep singing the blues, girl. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Big love. Northwest Convergence Zone. Northwest Convergence Zone. WCZ Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. All right, everybody, it's that time again. Uh, more, yes, yes, more yes, bell. One, there you go. More. There ding you go. Ding me, ding me. Push the button, baby. Oh, <laughs> yeah, double D. It's Ow! time for our uh, weekly top five recommends, and this is where we uh, peruse through all the shows and uh, find out and share with you the ones that we recommend coming up this week. And I will start this week. I usually have one of you. You get guys. 10 this week because yeah, Gemmer is out. absentee. That's all right. Uh, they're recording, so. Hey, I'm starting on Tuesday at um, the Madison. Uh, yeah, the Madison in Seattle. This is a really cool lineup. Old Devils, 
uh, Empire of Sleep and Solvents, and that's at the Chop Suey on Madison in Seattle. And uh, Solvents, if you haven't seen Solvents, those guys are really, really good. Then on Friday, March 9th, Eight Days Clean, it's their fifth annual Clean by the Sea at Ocean Shore Senior Center. And I know that sounds funny uh, to go to a rock show at the Senior Center. Eight but Days Clean. Eight, it's Eight Days Clean, and they kick ass, and that's always a fun event. Automatic Theory and Klondike Kate are also on Friday at the Backstage Bar and Grill here in Tacoma. Moving to Saturday, I'm recommending you go check out Counterfist. Temple and Atomic Outlaws also at the backstage and the one the show that I will be at Saturday March 10th at the Elcor Zone Hugh Cornwell formerly of the Stranglers and Glenn Matlock formerly of the Sex Pistols and the Faces it's a rock and roll battle baby I'm gonna be there Saturday I in Seattle yes you got a date <laughs> I'm hanging out with me mates at that show. We're going to throw back some pints and, and revert back to some old punk rock and roll times. I could be a mate. Yes, you could. <laughs> so what do you have, Voxy? All right. Hey, for the week of Monday, March 5th to Sunday, March 11th, I've got on Tuesday, March 6th, Roman Holiday is playing down at the Tractor Tavern in Seattle. And you wow. cannot beat that. Roman yeah. Holiday, always a good show. Uh, Thursday, March 8th. I have two different shows for Thursday, March 8th. If you're in the Seattle area, at the Comet Tavern is the Grizzled Mighty. Nice. We love that two-piece. They're fucking amazing. Uh, If you're into the Black Keys, White Stripes, that sort of thing, the heavy rock and blues, go check out the Grizzled Mighty at the Comet Tavern on Thursday, March 8th in Seattle. Also on Thursday, March 8th, in Buckley, Washington, at what? the Firehouse Pub. If you're liking the country, yeah. and I'm telling you what, country isn't typically my favorite thing, but these guys fucking rock. Robbie Walden and the Gunslingers Those, at the awesome. Firehouse Pub in Buckley, Washington, on Thursday, March 8th. Go out and check them out. Friday, March 9th. Come on now, at Louis G's in Fife. And you can't beat this because this is all ages. You've got the Stacy Jones Band, nice. Blues Rockin', and Nolan Garrett. Come on now. That's go check bill. them out. Yeah. Um, last but not least, Saturday, March 10th, go check out the Tin Man and the Moss Brothers Band at the Harmon yes. Underground, the brand new Harmon Underground doing their uh, whole brand new thing down there in Tacoma. Um, Tin Man, you guys, we've interviewed Tin Man on here. You've heard him. You love him. The Moss Brothers Band. I cannot say enough about the Moss Brothers. We have not had them on the show. I want to get them in here. Um, If you haven't seen them live, go check them out. My band, Voxy Vallejo, has played with them um, a couple years ago. They fucking rock. Tin Man and Moss Brothers Band. So no ding. This Saturday, March 10th at the Harmon Underground in Tacoma. Double D feels left out. Ding that thing. Ding it. Again. We have no dingers. There That's we go. 10 Get out fucking there. shows. Support your local venues and your local bands. a revelation delivered with the sunrise 
Listening to right there is something off of the brand new CD by one of our favorite bands here on NWCZ Radio, Gumption. And the new CD is titled Everything What We Recorded. And the name of that track, which is the number one track on this CD, is Hammer and Nails. They have a huge show coming up this weekend, uh, Saturday, March 10th, at the Hard Rock in downtown Seattle. Gumption, Afraid of Figs, and Orchestrion. What a place to have your CD release, It's kick-ass, right? man. Hard I know. Rock? It's Come awesome. On. Doors are at 8, shows at 9, $10 advance tickets. You can get those at TicketWeb, or you're going to pay 15 at the door, which is well worth it, so uh, don't worry about it. Just get there. That's all I'm saying. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. All right. Thank Thanks you. For Thanks for this, is, uh, this is fantastic. Congratulations on the new CD. I, I'm holding it in my hand right now. In fact... Uh, I'm going to put this out there right now. That's a big accomplishment, by the way. I mean, a lot of people... What, that, that I'm holding t- it in my hand? <laughs> yeah. <Your physics. laughs> it usually takes like four hands. <laughs> We're not that late in the show yet. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying from a band perspective, we do all these interviews, we talk about CD releases and everything, and for the audience and the listeners, oh, okay, another CD. But just so you know, it's a lot of work, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of sweat and blood, and congratulations, definitely, on a new CD. Yeah. Thank you. This is our sixth, an accomplishment. sixth CD in six years. Oh, whatever. Wow. Six? Man. Oh, never mind. Well, I'm going to put this... I'm going to put... <laughs> they were very nice to bring in a, a, a stack of, of CDs, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give away two of them yeah. uh, right now. All you have you to do... Got a question? Yes, I do. All right. All you have to do is email us at nwczradio at gmail.com and tell us the name of the brand new CD, which is everything what we recorded. Everything what we recorded. (laughs) Everything what we recorded, and we will mail you a copy. See, we're easy. Yeah, no, I don't want to make it. I don't want to make it hard. I want to. I want people to have this. It's fantastic stuff. Uh, Gumption.com is the website that you need to go to, and hit them up on Facebook as well. Uh, Tell us about the process in this. You have there's seven tracks, and Ron, it looks like you're the primary writer on a lot of these songs. Is that correct? On some of them, yeah. Yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm seeing your name each, on one, well, two, three, four, five out of the seven. Well, each uh, CD that we have done, mm-hmm. you know, certain individuals may have more or less songs, and the group may have more or less songs. Kind of depends on what we have at that time to start recording with. And we have a ton of of other songs and half written songs, and then billions of ideas. And so we're always sort of pulling from the from uh, where that the songs are uh, growing and. Uh, Whatever's on the vine at that moment, we'll take. 
And uh, the 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 big the big show that's coming up at the Hard Rock. This is a, a stellar lineup. Afraid of Figs, we love those guys. Orchestrian, a lot of fun. And then Gumption, you guys are headlining. Um, tell us about uh, tell us about this night. You guys excited for it? It's going to be. I think it's going to be a big crowd. People are going to be excited to uh, hear the new songs. Have you played the new songs in 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 shows yet? <laughs> yeah, we a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Any any ones? I mean. I, I know personally, you come out with some new stuff. There's always a song or two that kind of rises to the top. You get off stage and people are like, I really love that song, that new song that you did or whatever. Any one in particular that just kind of rises to the top? What song would that be? Well, I know Lilith likes too much good times. <laughs> well, she's the manager, so her opinion doesn't really count. <laughs> uh, that goes for us. No, it counts. No, I'm kidding. I'm no. just kidding. I mean, we, we have different, there's different styles of our songs. So, uh, yeah, you know, I the, mean, the you guys are very di- diversity yeah. in, in your Probably sound, the for most, sure. And I, I think I can say this authoritatively because I listen to a lot of the bands that we roll Give through. Give me some here. authority. Uh, probably the most diverse band we've ever had on here. Um, as mm. far as. The, not the, being able to really pick a genre right i i yeah I, you guys of all i would have the hardest time going oh yeah they're this t- type of band because sometimes or they sound like this very or that band like sometimes it's just straight up rock and roll mm-hmm. and sometimes it's uh almost a dave matthews feel and other times it's like a uh just like a feel good rock surreal kind of mm-hmm. yeah feel, yeah i think it's fascinating do, do does that challenge do you think that challenges your fan base your listeners or do they expect that now yes it challenges them and uh we're implementing means to rectify the situation <laughs> it does challenge you're handing out drugs what well, maybe so <laughs> but i think that uh, i think that oh as we are continuing to evolve with our recording process and continuing to improve on uh stuff that could be improved in the whole process from equipment to the way we do it and to what we write and how we arrange it um i think that uh we're developing a more cohesive uh, sound now as opposed to in the past we would record one song and a few months later record a different song and it would have a whole different tone quality and all the rest rich would actually be a good one to talk about these technical issues actually yeah rich come on yeah and rich uh, also the recording engineer on this correct yeah play bass guitar do some singing it's and all around engineering amazing yeah. cat oh thank you you know uh, <clears throat> five uh, i've done five cds with these guys in five years because uh, you know, they had already done one before I hooked up with them. But, um, you know, the people I play the CDs for, I think they have come to expect that diversity. But Ron makes a good point here about how it's as diverse as it ever has been, but the cohesive sound is definitely there. I think doing the five songs or five CDs in five years has helped us kind of hone our craft of recording and That's, getting good performances, I, you know. Five CDs in five years. I'm. It's amazing. I'm really blown away by that. I mean, (laughs) every now and then we get a band in here that's just like they're just busting it out, and it always blows my mind. But it really blows my mind when every CD you come out with has just a great sound. You know, like I I don't know how you do it. My band, um, we're working on our second CD after four years, so I I can't even relate. I can't even relate to a CD a year. You know what what makes such a huge difference is that we're self-contained. We're so DIY. We have our own setup at Dennis's house. We have accumulated uh, the equipment necessary and uh, figured out how to plug it all in and make it all work. And so that makes... Huge difference. And where is that? Where's the home base? In his house. Which is I mean, Seattle. Get, we're not looking for an address. Sorry, yeah. North Seattle. No address. Okay, Seattle. Okay. Good, good, good. Start pinpointing that well, we down. All have, we all have project studios also, so we do a lot of file sharing. 
Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's so the best. And how, and how long again have you guys have you been the? You've been with them five years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so how has it been five years? You've been in this uh, this form of gumption. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty solid. It's probably been mm-hmm. a little bit longer than that for a few of us. Um, right. And yeah, I mean, during that five years, we've accumulated a lot of material and a lot are at different phases. And I think part of that cohesiveness is because, you know, we're kind of, you know, having those at different levels and bringing them up together has really made them sound more about so, the whole. We're talking about the file sharing and all that. So when. Is there a specific person that usually comes up with the ideas that sends a file out or is it just kind of a, Hey, everybody free for all. I have this idea and you send it out and no, no. The, I, I mean the internet and being able to do it is, is an amazing thing. Yeah. I think personally, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, we you more know. use it not so much for the writing, but for, it's also for the recording. So we'll do a basic track, put the drums down and then Jan will take it home and he might record all of his guitars at home and he takes a long time to explore sure. different stuff. So it's just But is there a main I mean, is there a main person that usually puts up the next idea or is it just kind of an overall no, no, it all comes out from jams. Or Ron brings it in, or you have Dennis a, brings it in, and but then jams like on. when you're rehearsing. Yes. Yeah. So you just, just have a just, recording unit. Yeah, we, we are set up so we can your... hit one button and awesome. then it keeps right, so recording. So right after we finish the last CD, then we're like immediately recording jams and working on bringing. Those who to who usually writes the the melody vocals? That's usually me. That's, if it's one of my songs, then I'll I'll usually write it as much sure. as I can and bring it in. Uh, and then sometimes we just jam and then one of us, I guess m- me more than anybody, will sort of take some jam ideas and maybe sort of work on Tweak them a little it a bit. bit yeah, and come say, back. Bring and, it back to rehearsal. Right. And then awesome. I'm always writing. I write a lot of music of different styles, that not all of which is a, appropriate or interesting to this band. And, and that there's, that's great. Everybody should write in as many different styles <laughs> as you can. They're all smiling. But it helps me. Uh, and it yeah. really, I do a lot of demoing at my house and, and do my song right so. that's awesome you guys all have that you know as as a hub to mm-hmm. resource and bounce things back because i mean what you're four piece mm-hmm. yeah. and so everybody having the time and the schedule and everything mm-hmm. to get together for things is one thing but when you can just shoot stuff back and forth online and catch it in your own free time that's an amazing way to create yeah it's not quite the way we do it um we get together two nights a week for rehearsals and you oh know, you're a real band yeah, <laughs> <laughs> out of cyber band. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's go and play music together. Let's go into another track, and uh, we'll come back and chat some more. We're talking with Gumption. They have a big show this Saturday night. You want to be there, March 10th at the Hard Rock in downtown Seattle. Uh, it's Gumption, Afraid of Figs, and Orchestrion. The brand new CD is titled "Everything What We Recorded." This is Lilith, their manager's favorite song, "Too Much Good Times." Stinky the ghost
All right, Too Much Good Times, the name of that track. Uh, who's stumping the bass on that? That's some. That's a killer bass line you got going right Thanks there. Uh, name of the CD is Everything What We Recorded, and if you uh, email um, that title to us, uh, first two people, we're going to mail a copy of this CD out to you. and then uh, Do it. Yeah, and then we we'll get easy. it out to you this week so you can get caught up on the music and then go to the show on Saturday the night. The release show. And the hard rock. Like, Yell out all the lyrics and yeah. How, as a band, you know, um, especially you know, band the, the local independent bands and stuff. And you, we're all the ones we talk to, you're trying to get your music out, trying to get it to people and so forth. Um, is it is is it satisfying uh, um, to have people show up at your show and they're doing the lyrics with you? I mean, <laughs> how does that? People show how up does that show. No, we love it when it's an empty show. show. Well, no. <laughs> I'm saying the ones that show up and they know the lyrics, you know, because you know we all go to a big we all go to a big show. That was funny. If you go, if you go You're see, funny, big team. yeah, I know. That, that will be we very the people singing the yes. wrong lyrics we send to the club next door. Yes. They're in the wrong place. Yeah, you want to be over at the comment. No, uh, we're lucky enough to remember our own lyrics. <laughs> that is an accomplishment. If we remember what we're doing. We're good too. Uh, so hey, I want to thank Lilith. Uh, Kimmitz for you know setting this all up and uh, it's fantastic uh, Lilith's been a good friend for quite a while now and um, anything else you want the people to know about this uh, where where can they uh, obviously other than uh, winning a copy right here or picking it up at your show where can people get uh, do you have digital downloads CD Baby iTunes uh, help me out where else it's uh, Harmony uh, eHarmony uh, check any Distri- retail distributor online uh we're gonna have this in like probably. um uh easy street or that's uh some of the local sonic booms and stuff hopefully good you know we'll, we'll see yeah no easy street. yeah absolutely it's a fantastic uh the i have not heard the rest of it but i know it's good because i know gumption is good <laughs> and um it, the two songs that we have hammer and nails and uh, too much good times fantastic and you guys i have to make a comment on the band name gumption because what would that comment be we all know what gumption means like just kind of you know aggressive like go get it kind of like you've got the gumption for something right gumption um but you don't hear the word gumption that often right i mean i do when i play them on nwcz radio i hear it all gumption my comment is just honestly i think it's a cool fucking band name (laughs) yeah who came up with it uh me and a couple other guys yeah. Just, Dennis just the drummer like four of you maybe <laughs> yeah. just two random guys we're having beers and just, yeah, yeah that'll be Dennis and his buddies two guys they played in a little band called Gumption that was kind of more of a rehearsal band we have different yeah. configurations and like right. we have a band well, called Crackula that we're in a different configuration that's and, cool too and, and that's the point is, I mean you get to a point where you put Crackula. together new bands nowadays and right. coming up with a good name that you like that you love that means something that fits the band and that nobody else has well, you know what Very it is, because I remember when Lilith first sent me, uh, I don't know, it was like two or three copies of, you know, the early Gumption stuff, and it was like, I'm sure I've heard of these guys, you know, and I probably had, but it, the name is so familiar, you're like, I'm sure I heard of these guys. You're thinking of the bands we ripped off the music, <laughs> <laughs> copying them. No, no, you guys, <laughs> uh, you guys are great. All right, uh, hey. we should add that I it's spelled G U M S H E N as well. Yes. I honestly haven't been able to pigeon. Pigeonhole you guys as to one. I mean, I hear each song and it's so different. 
I, I can't even try to compare you. Yeah, and I think that's cool it's because working. I don't I think uh I don't think every band should be pigeonholed and I don't think every band that's why I asked earlier, you know, if it stretches your audience and, and I think as an as a listening member of Gumption or any band, I like to be stretched as a listener. I like to be challenged. I like Definitely a listener's band. Yeah. I mean I don't if it's the same you know, configuration, just different lyrics or whatever, every CD, it's sometimes it can be old. boring. Oh, for get sure. Old. It's not going to happen with gumption. Guys, uh, I, I hope the best of success at your CD release party, and I hope you guys sell just a, a truckload of these, and I think you're going to. It's great stuff. Uh, thanks so much for coming in. We appreciate it. Thank Excellent. you. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Gumption, everybody. All right. Want to thank Gumption for coming in. Those guys. Uh, I, I hope. I think thank they're going to have, have a great show at the Hard Rock. And what a better place. What better place than the Hard Rock? Really. Uh, you know, you know, unless you have unless you have a home venue that's uh, your favorite, like your you know you have your dialed in group there. No, it's a great um, venue. Okay, so you throw up Hard Rock. Because yeah. you've got the hard rock venues across the country, the big, got huge, the big label behind you know, you. in the in the huge music markets in this country. Right. So, so you've got the hard rock, and they're doing the CD release. Not only that, you got Seattle, another huge major music market. Like, so where else could you have a better CD release than the Hard Rock in Seattle? I, and I will Come say on. this: I've been to Hard Rocks all over the US and outside a lot of them around the around yeah, the world. Yeah, you're well traveled. Well, Leave this one is this one really of all the ones I've ever been to pays more attention to the local artists than any other one I've ever been they do. to. They're awesome. Those are all the other hard rocks have been, you know, it's touring touring bands or, you know, B-level bands or even some of the big boys. And you know, I have to tell you, I mean... Because you've played there. I, I have played there. And being a musician, a band that has played the Hard Rock, it's a little intimidating because they have a huge overhead. And I'm talking to the bands and the musicians out here. When you <laughs> book shit, you know you've got your sound guys to pay and your security and all that kind of stuff. Okay, Hard Rock has a huge overhead. So when you first book with Hard Rock and you find out what their overhead is, you're a little bit intimidated. Like, you gotta get a crowd oh there. Oh my God. Yeah. Can I bring in enough people not only to pay my overhead, but at least make gas make money, money for yeah. my band members. And um, But beyond that, uh, you know, any other venue, yeah, you got to worry about that. But at the Hard Rock, you've already got a following because when people are visiting and vacationing in Seattle and they want to go see some music and they want to know where they're going to see some good music, they hard know rock. that they can go to the Hard Rock got a and label. they're always going to see a great fucking band because the Hard Rock does not book shit bands. <laughs> so, you know, just fucking, if you are in Seattle visiting, if you're out of town, Have all you, you national to- listeners hey. and you come to Seattle, please go to the Hard Rock because chances are you're going to catch a local band. Are you getting paid by uh, the Hard Rock? or what no the- big d pays me in jack daniel shots <laughs> i got it uh so check this out uh before we close out hour number one and we have a stay tuned because we've got a cool number two hour number two coming up with the uh, band stand in motion and keeping secrets both cool bands you want to stick around amazing. and hear those guys um I want to tell you, growing up, I obviously I, it's no secret. I grew up in Texas, and um, Glenn Campbell was big, big hero of mine. Uh, it was the first album I ever bought was a Glenn Campbell album. I saw him at the Grand. Sing Old, a song for me, baby. I saw. Let him, me hear it. I saw him at the Grand. First Old, song. No, I'm not singing a no, song. No, no. Okay, don't sing it. Tell me. 
one song, first song, Glenn Campbell song that ever moved you. I want Galveston. Know. Okay. Uh, Wichita line. Look it and, up. Google uh, that shit. Yeah. No, he's Get so anyway. Big D's. Head. I saw him at the Grand Old Opry, and I got to see him on which I thought was an epic tour, 1976 at the Astrodome, the Rhinestone Cowboy Tour, and I'll never forget like him riding out in this white cowboy. horse, and it was in middle of the middle of the arena. They had a band stage set up, and he hops off his horse, and it was just as a kid, it was magical. You know, it was right. just amazing. That's what fucking music is about. Right. Man. And I've seen him different times, you know, over the years, but uh, it, it came out about a year ago that he has Alzheimer's and uh, he recorded one last CD, which is titled Ghost on the Canvas. And I will tell you this right now. Uh, it is definitely in my top five of CDs released last year. It is moving. It's phenomenal. It has really? amazing artists. I'm going to have to listen to it because I have to tell you personally, Glenn Campbell, I mean, obviously a legendary name, but I've never taken it seriously. On this my CD? dad goes to the same church as the man and I'm <laughs> very kind of anti-organized religion. So I've just never thought twice about it, but I'm going to check it out now, well, Big D, because I have respect for you on this, and your taste in music. Thank you. Well, on the CD, it has Brian Wilson, it has the Dandy Warhols, Brian Setzer, uh, Billy Corrigan from Smashing Pump. A lot of people came in and, and helped him out with this CD, and it's a very cool CD. I, I recommend everybody have it in uh, your your collection or your iTunes or whatever. So Glenn Campbell rolled into town on Friday night to the uh, Little Creek Casino in Shelton, and I went. First very cool thing was I got there early. I'd never been there, so I got there early to just... Were you by yourself? You had a gang with you? Yeah, I was there by myself. And uh, I'm walking. I didn't really dig, you know, the casino's okay or whatever, but I was just checking out the place. And I'm walking over into past the lobby. There's like this uh, walkway or something in an elevator. The elevator opens up, and guess who walks off? Glenn, Glenn Campbell, Campbell bitches and like three or four other people are with him and uh you know be, me being big d I just was like Mr. Campbell I stuck my hand out and I, you know I kind of got the from his entourage you know the sort of you know back off moment but <laughs> I just stuck my hand in there and you're a freak right <laughs> got to uh shake his hand that was a big thrill for me it was a great right. show it, it was sad um he still has a lot of his chops but with the Alzheimer's he was relying heavily on the teleprompter and uh his, his sure. he has three kids in his band i'm telling you his daughter ashley campbell i would put her up against taylor swift any day wow. phenomenal on the banjo and the keyboards and a great voice uh it was a it was a magical show I, and if look if you're not into glenn campbell and whatever uh that's fine but you can't deny that he was an amazing studio musician uh once offered to be one of the Beach Boys and lots of other things. And so it was fun. It was fun to see a legend, but it was also sad. Uh, I was glad I was there. And uh, so I'm just saying, I think what I'm saying is if one of your idols is coming through town and you're debating on whether to go see them or not, do it, do it, or just you will, do it. You will regret, you'll regret it, you know, down the road. Regardless, whether it's a legend or not, if you are debating going and seeing live music, check it the out. answer is yes. Just do it. Yeah. Well, and we're going to go out uh, this hour with uh, a song that I find apropos because I've tried to live my life by it. It's a song by Glenn Campbell. And if the FCC wants to fine us for playing it because it's an ASCAP song. Fuck the FCC. Yeah, you can kiss my ass. This is uh, Try a Little Kindness by my man, Glenn Campbell. We'll see you next hour.
see your brother standing by the road with a heavy load from the seeds he sowed. And if you see your sister falling by the way, just stop and say, you're going the wrong way. Instead of doubt 